Hey, hey, what's going on? It's Howie Spangler. Episode 27, Tales from the Green Room. What's going on? How you doing? Um, Bally Who's Got Some Shows, everybody. Bally Who's Got Some Shows. Uh, check it out. So uh, next weekend, we're going to be in uh, York, PA. That's uh, se- September 21st at the Depot in York. Uh, September 22nd, Union Jacks in Annapolis. That one sold out last time. Grab tickets now. Um, I would suggest. Uh, and then we're heading out to uh, meet up with the Real Big Fish guys. Um, but on the way, we're doing some shows. Uh, September 28th at, at uh, Nelfin. Nelfin? Nelfin Ledgeth. Nelfin Ledgeth. Uh, in uh, Garrettsville, Ohio with Batfish. Um, and then that is also record release day. So that should be fun. Uh, September 29th, Ottawa Tavern in uh, Toledo, Ohio. September 30th, Delmar Hall in St. Louis. Tell your friends. And uh, Fox Theater in Boulder, October 2nd. So grab tickets at ballyhurocks.com slash tour. Hope to see ya. Um, yeah, and then we're doing a, the Tickle My Tiki Torch with Real Big Fish and We Are The Union starting uh, October 4th in uh, Santa Cruz, California. Santa Cruz, California. Um, All right. uh, I had a question today on the interwebs. Uh, Hey, man, you should uh, tell us how you got the band name. So this one is is for you. At Jeff Fafa on the old IG. Um, We actually got the band name. uh, We started the band when we were kids. Uh, back in 1995, we were little young lads, um, and we had a friend, and we were looking for a band name, and she said, you should call your band Ballyhoo, and I had no idea what it meant, no idea, never heard it before, um, and uh, I looked it up, and it meant loud noise, crazy event, um, sort of like when you go to like the circus, kind of like organized chaos or whatever, like or a big festival with a lot of things going on. Look, oh, look at all the ballyhoo today, you know. Um, and at the time, we were a loud noise in my mom's basement, so uh, it just felt right, I guess. <clears throat> so there you go. That's how we got the band name. Nothing too crazy. Uh, all right, today, continuing the track by track series from the record Detonate is coming out. September 28th, that's just a few weeks from now, less than a few weeks actually, Um, so everybody get pumped, get stoked, we're going to talk about Can't Hardly Wait. Okay, 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 Uh, Can't Hardly Wait, Um, one of my sort of surprise favorites on the record i i uh i I love the hook when i came up with it and i wasn't sure where to go with the the verses at that point when i first wrote it but i just thought the hook was really big and um just really opened up the song and i just feel like the emotion in it um, when i hear the playback and it's just kind of a it's one of the more it, upbeat songs in the record um more uh i mean there's like it's a fast song but it's that it has kind of a different rhythm than everything else um kind of reminds me of like uh 
something from the 80s, like, I don't know, um, or something like uh, um, uh, Cheap Trick, didn't I, didn't I, didn't I see you crying, you know, something like that, same kind of vibe to it, uh, and I just love, I mean, that's obviously a great song, um, but that's kind of, I guess, the vibe I got from it after I threw it down, and I just knew that it just needed to be completed, you know? Uh, sometimes you just know everybody. Sometimes you just know. So, uh, so yeah, it's very. I don't know. It's it's very simple. It's just about um, being on the road all the time, and w- with a with a family and a significant other. And uh, so, like, whenever I have to leave, you know, my fiance is bummed out, of course, and my kids get bummed out. Um, but it's also the job that I I created for myself. Um, and, you know, I've been doing this since I was a kid. And, you know, uh, it's how I make money and how I take care of the family. So it's, it, it's unfortunate for them. Like my kids definitely didn't ask for it, you know. Um, but uh, Daniel knew what, you know, what I was going to do. And... You know, we were younger back then, so everything was just kind of like, okay, whatever, it doesn't matter, nothing matters. But then when it gets down to it, you know, the when the family thing kicks in and, and, and real life is happening, uh, it starts to feel stressful and frustrating at times, you know, uh, after being gone so long. And this is sort of like my way to reassure her that um, I still think about her and um, and the kids as well. And it's just part of what do I do? What I, what I do, you know? Um, and, uh, I'm thanking her in the verses for, for being there because really, um, I wouldn't be able to go out and do this. Wouldn't be able to go out and tour extensively the way I do. Um, if there wasn't someone here with my kids, and, uh, you know, she's, she handles it. She, she kills it, you know, and, uh, it's, it's a tough way to live. It's not the normal way. And, um, you know, but she handles it really well. Sometimes we have our problems, you know, getting into fights and all that stuff, like everybody else. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is kind of my way of just saying thank you. And, um, how I can't wait to get home and just be with her and the kids and uh, try to live a, a normal life for a little bit, you know, until the next tour. Um, on the uh, production side, uh, it was kind of, I had the song sort of like uh, jammed out into a demo form and I've got a little uh, drum kit here so I like played played some beats, you know, kind of the idea that I was going for. Did my little. There's a pretty cool moment where Donald gets to uh, do like um, a couple little drum solos, like a mini drum solo, um, uh, before the last chorus, and it's just really, it's a really cool moment. And on the demo, it's me, and I think I fucking crushed that shit. I wasn't doing anything too crazy technical, but 
sounded pretty cool to me. I'm not a drummer by any means, but I was pretty stoked on what it was. Uh, I knew that he was going to um, change it and make it, you know, a thousand times better, and it is. So, uh, you know, but I was pretty stoked to myself for a minute. <laughs> um, yeah, it's kind of like a like a Trey Cool moment. Um, he just kind of, there's th like three parts where he just kind of hits some pretty sick drum fills. Um but the the song is very um it kind of has these these movements to it uh in a way sort of like a mini rock opera similar to Riddled with Bullets um and it just has these different parts to it that they they complement each other but i think it sort of takes you through uh this emotional sort of roller coaster um in that 3 minutes and um there's a part in the bridge. The bridge is like, you know, it's like for the verses and the choruses, we're strumming along, we're doing the thing. And it's like, you know, pop punk band, whatever. And then it just turns into like, boom, we're an, alter we're an alternative band. Like, it's just so different and weird, but it oddly works. Um, got these really cool tones. Um, I use the, the Kemper amp and uh, dialed in some really sick, reverb and delay and just went with this clean tone and made this real ambient sort of guitar line to kind of ride under the vocals and the vocals have some delay throws and stuff going on and just it's very they're very very amb ambient as well and uh i got to sing all pretty and everything right there uh, and then it just sort of busts right back into like with this drum feel like bust back in with this uh this pop punk shit and kind of takes it ramps the song back up. Um, and then we get to those drum solos and then just this big guitar thing. And then the, the outro chorus, I mean, it's just, I, I feel like it's a really well put together song, like um, constructed like perfectly uh, for what it, what it is and uh, really proud of it. And every time I listen to it, um, it's just the chorus just gets stuck in my head, man. Um, I don't know. And my daughter, like I kind of use her as a barometer because like, she sings a lot of the songs, um, but I can tell when she really likes a song because she sings it nonstop. She's always singing. She's four years old, but like she, I'll hear it. She'll be in the back seat or driving somewhere, and she just starts singing the song. And I'm kind of like, okay, this song's going to be a good one, you know? Um, so I'm just glad of how it all came together and, and the ultimate sound, uh, I think. I think you're going to really enjoy it. It's going to be a, one of those kind of sleeper hit tracks for you maybe maybe not maybe i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about <laughs> i'm pretty biased over here people I, I you know um yeah uh, i think um the song is also sort of telling the story a little bit um uh, just kind of following with the narrative of the record in the sense of like what it's like to be me and live the life that i live um on top of uh, writing music and um, doing everything that comes with being in a band. I mean, it's we're pretty DIY with everything. We have management and booking and stuff, but I'm hands-on with everything, so I'm constantly away. Even when I'm home, I'm here in my studio. My kids are upstairs right now playing Spider-Man. You know, it's like... Um, and it's like 7 p.m. on a Tuesday night. So it's it just, the work never ends. There's no, 
there's no nine to five. There's no weekends. Um, I work probably 16 hours a day, you know, and I take the time. I, I stop and I, I make sure, you know, kids get breakfast, lunch, and dinner and things like that and take a few moments to play with them and stuff like that and talk and do homework with my boy and, you know, all that. But this job is so demanding, you know, it's, it's, it's not, it's not, it's not a job. It's just, it's like a, it's a passion, you know, it's a, it's a thing that I've, I, I built and something that I love. It just happens to be like insanely time consuming and, <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's, that's, that's what this, this song is about. And, uh, you know, big thank you. And I love you too, Danielle, for putting up with me and taking care of our kids and holding it down while I'm gone. You know, she's super strong. Not a whole lot more to say on this one. Um, you know, I don't want to bore you, but, um, I hope you enjoy it. And, uh, again, it's probably one of my standout tracks. It was like a surprise to me. Um, so this is going to be a short one today. Um, thank you very much for listening and, uh, see you again soon. Well, that was short and sweet, huh? Yeah, man. Uh, detonate. We're getting closer people. We're getting closer. September 28th. It's like three Fridays from now. The excitement is building. It's fucking building, and I cannot wait for you to hear this record, man. Got a few more songs to talk about uh, before the record comes out, so stay tuned for those. I'm going to keep doing these. I got, uh, we'll, we'll do one more this week. Um, I'll figure out what song and uh, surprise you. Uh, we do still have to talk about I Don't Want to Go and uh, Maryland Summer. Um, I know those won't be like new songs when you when you hear the podcast, but maybe you'll still be interested to hear how they all came together. Uh, thank you to my supporters. Um, that's been really cool. Uh, if you want to learn about how to support the podcast and help me keep bringing these more frequently and uh, keeping the production value up, up and up and up and up, uh, go to talesfromthegreenroom.com and hit support the podcast. And uh, you, know, you can go from there. And uh, you can cancel anytime. I appreciate it. It's fucking rad. Uh, well, all right. Gotta go. Talk to you soon.